0: Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Today's episode is talking about stages of stress. On to the stages of stress. So there are a lot of different definitions of stress. And one of them is from the original father of stress research, Hans Salier. He was uh, actually pretty big still in the day when I was working on my anxiety and panic. And he um, really coined the term stress. And he says the nonspecific adaptation response of the body to any demand or problem, is his definition of stress. Let's hear that again: the non-specific adaptation response of the body to any demand or problem. Now, I want to say here that the idea of demand or problem are important to take note of because we could have demands on us that aren't necessarily negative; they could be positive, a demand on you of getting married, a demand on you of taking the kids to Disney World, the demand of going to Disney World when you're a kid. It's exciting, it's thrilling, but it is a demand on your physiology and your psychology because it's big changes. So he described a process of how we can respond to stress called general adaptation syndrome, consisting of three stages. These will be somewhat familiar to you because you have been in this. The first stage he called alarm. The second stage he called resistance. And the third stage he called exhaustion. I'm sure that just those words alone are ringing a bell with some of you, unfortunately, but there is a way to keep going and moving the energy and finding your way out to the other side of this. Let's look at the first one, alarm. Alarm involves a number of physiological re- reactions, hormonal, neurological, cardiovascular, And also psychological reactions. And as we move into this fight, flight, or freeze response, we want to remember that we're doing this for survival. And that these psychological and physiological changes that are happening are all happening because our mind and body are trying to get us to safety. The second stage is resistance. And now resistance may be viewed as physiological and a psychological attempt to adapt and to overcome the effects of the stressor. This is fine. This is fine if the stressor is going to be resolved or resolves. If not, the stress hormones continue, our cortisol, our adrenaline, they continue to be produced, resulting in what we all know is happening, poor sleep, increased illness, anxiety, weight gain, and poor cognitive functioning. We begin at this stage when the stressor is not resolved to pile up the stress. It builds, it collects, And when it is not resolved and we do not get to rest in that parasympathetic side of our nervous system and rest and digest, we begin to feel the results, the aftermath of this resistance resulting in poor sleep, increased illness because our our immune system just drops like a rock our anxiety flares, and we begin to stay there in that cycle. People have weight gain, poor cognitive functioning, and so forth. There's a lot more there that goes on, but that will give you an idea of what happens in this resistance phase. Third stage or phase is exhaustion. An exhaustion may follow when the stressor becomes chronic either from ongoing exposure or ineffectual and repeated attempts to deal with it. This is the point where we become overwhelmed. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So if we look back here, we can see alarm. This happens and it involves um, physiological and psychological reactions. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, we might go into fight, flight, or freeze, but... It's all for our own good, right? Body and mind trying to get us to safety. And I, uh, we can live with that. We can live it with this alarm happening here and there, as it will in life, as we encounter things in our life. Where we start to run into trouble is when we run into resistance. Resistance is the place where we're either not adapting We're not overcoming. And the stressor has gotten to a point that it is causing us to pile up these feelings, psychological and physiological. And we are are not getting out of the hormone cascade of our cortisol, our adrenaline, and our other stress hormones. And This can, they continue to be produced and this builds up on top of the already stressful situation that is happening. So the stressor is not resolving and we are not able to change it. So we're moving into exhaustion. We're moving into that third phase because either we couldn't get away from the stressor, which can happen. There are many things in life where you are in a situation and the exposure is not going to change. So what can happen then? You can either find other ways of dealing with it, Sometimes this can happen and change dramatically when a change in your own thinking, in your own attitude, in your own way of looking at the world and your situation, that alone can be, begin to move you out of this resistance and the and chronically being exposed to stressors. So it can be that the exposure doesn't change, but you change. Or it can be that we were just, we may not be in consistent exposure to the stress, but we may have been ineffectual in our attempt to deal with it, meaning that we didn't resolve it. It, Even though we're not in it anymore, we may be using our own mind, our own thinking something we have some control over. We can steer this ship and we may be ineffectual, meaning that we are uh, reliving it. We are repeating it. we We are not seeing our way out of it, even though we are no longer in the stressful situation. So, There are many different ways that we can become exhausted, become into this exhaustion phase. Again, this exhaustion phase may follow when this stress is chronic, either from ongoing exposure or from not being able to deal with it. And I see both of these situations, both of these ways of becoming uh, in the exhaustion phase in our group and in our coaching, because it is just a a way that happens to us when we are overwhelmed. And we can find our way out because as you can see now, there's not just one way that this happens. So there's not just one way for you to get out of it. So before we run out of time here, uh, we want to talk a little bit about managing your stress and some new, you know, some reminders of how you can do that, regardless of the cause of your stress. Again, it doesn't matter if it was your own, you're out of the stressful situation and you're just ruminating on it or you're chronically exposed to a stressful situation. Regardless, there are a number of things that you can do to manage it. So first off, let's think about making a list of your own personal stressors. Writing things down can help so much because we can maybe begin to get off the hamster wheel. Putting pen to paper and getting it written down can give you a start on seeing it with new eyes. It can help you actually deconstruct these stressors, you know, making them maybe a little bit less overwhelming, more manageable. Maybe you can begin when you see them on paper to be able to break them down. And they can um, also be more manageable because you have externalized them. You don't have to keep feeling like you are the stressor. We are not the stressor, we simply have stressors. And remember, Stressors are finite. You may not be able to see when these things will change, but they will change. And the second one is that you can determine which stressors you can change and which ones you can't. So once you've gotten these written down, you can begin to see, well, some of these are things that I can't change, but some of these things actually i can change and maybe i can't change the stressor but i can change something about myself around the stressor there's there's more than one way to look at it but that's why it's important to get it out of your head and get it on to your paper in your journal with a pen so that you can see this with new eyes so make a list of your personal stressors and determine which ones you can change and which ones you can't once you've identified a stressor that you that can't be changed or that you you feel like there is nothing that you can do about it ask yourself how you might bring a change again in your attitude, in how you are thinking about it or how you are seeing it. Can you see it differently? Answer that question. Can I see this differently? You know, sometimes problems and things we cannot change become learning opportunities and, um, it, or it can be a challenge to you to, to overcome. Can, Can you do this? Can you climb this mountain? And we climb a mountain one step at a time. Can a task or something that you have to do become something that can give you a sense of accomplishment? You see, we can begin to look at these things in a different light Sometimes a a task that we've been ignoring or trying to stay away from, if we look at it as like, I'm going to go and get this done. I'm not going to be, let my anxiety hold me back from this. And there is a very big sense of, of accomplishment that comes from that. The next thing I want you to consider is to do one small thing. Can you come up with a small, manageable way of Beginning to address the stressor that you are dealing with. Is there an action that you can take? And can you look, can you take that action in a positive note? Um, think about what you're going to go, do and go toward rather than what you don't want and what you are trying to get away from. So go be going toward, not running away from. And maybe if you're a person who does well with uh, timelines or um, having to-do lists, you could set a start and a stop time. When are you going to start this uh, way of coming up uh, with changing this stressor? And when are you going to accomplish this goal by give yourself a date and don't try to do too much i'm not here to put more on your plate it's just that we all work differently some people do really well with goals and having a finish line so if that's the way you work set yourself up for that kind of success by looking at your stressors and seeing what small thing can you do about it and when can you start and when can you finish and finally I want you to all remember everything changes. Nothing lasts forever. And since change is inevitable, we want to be able to remind ourselves of this daily and get a little breathing room. Because with a little bit of breathing room, we can have more space to actually think clearly and to let the storm of the current stress pass so give yourself that little bit of space little bit of space and then and you can sit with that with for one minute give yourself the space of one minute and be able to remind yourself in that one minute that everything changes this will not last forever. And I always say, we never know what is around the next corner. And we think, oh, I've got to go, you know, I've got to go 10, 20 blocks here before there's even um, going to be any changes. And then as soon as we get to the next corner, something can come up. Options, changes, direction, change in direction, things we didn't see coming because we hadn't reached that corner yet. So keep putting one foot in front of the other. Please know that stress is inevitable. It is in all of our lives and that we all can go through these stages of stress. And this alarm is always going to come. We're going to feel something. It will come up in our lives. The resistance, again, we can view it and we can see are we, are we able to, to adapt and overcome? Or are we going to get bogged down and become into a state of having our hormones raging day in and day out and become anxious And then are we going to move into the overwhelm of the exhaustion stage? We have ways that we can get out of this. So take those tips that I offered and see if you put pen to paper, what you can come up with. Are you going to be able to write your stressors out? Are you going to be able to pick one small thing and do it and give yourself the gift of a little bit of space, reminding yourself that nothing lasts forever everything changes. I hope that was helpful for you. And now for today's quote. If you have fear of some pain or suffering, you should examine whether there is anything you can do about it. If you can, there is no need to worry about it. If you cannot do anything, then there is also no need to worry. And that's from the Dalai Lama. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the com.